Blog Talk Radio. Sunday, April 25th, 2021. How are you? We're so glad that you tuned in tonight. I am your host on Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. I'm Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network and Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio. So what I want to know is, how you feel about trusting government, trusting your representatives. I want to know how you feel about gun control. I want to know how you feel about defunding the police. I want to know how you feel about the vaccine. Wow. That's what this is all about tonight. We're going to talk about lots of subjects that we're all hearing from all kinds of different sources, and there's so many different opinions, some that you hear more than others if you're listening to mainstream, but clearly that's not all you listen to if you do, because you're here with us tonight. So thank you for that. We're so glad you're here with us tonight. What I'd like to do is first, before we get started, say hello to my mother in New Hampshire, who is a faithful listener. My mom's 90 years old, and she goes out, and she's on a farm. And you know what keeps her young? What keeps her young is a healthy lifestyle, is a positive mindset. And I don't know how she did it. Big family, big family with all us kids. I want. We don't even have enough time to talk about how many kids and their ages and everything. I could, because it will just take all show. <laughs> Not really, but that's too personal to share all that information. But I'd like to say hi to my mother. Hi, mom. Um, I would also like to follow through because for the last two weeks we have had a couple of shows regarding uh, a gentleman by the name of Daryl Wiggins who has been in prison for approximately 30 years. Um, And it was, um, the sad thing is, there was a tragic accident uh, that he was a part of, but not like physically a part of any violence or anything like that. Um, He was, you know, many say that he was wrongfully charged uh, he was overcharged, and the people that actually laid their hands on this, uh, on the man who wound up dying, um, got out of prison about 15, 20 years ago. And, um, and yet Daryl Wiggins remains in prison, and he has been a model prisoner for a, a good 25 years. Uh, he has mentored others. He has taken every class and certification that you can possibly imagine. We've had 
detailed information on this show over the last uh, couple of weeks. If you didn't get a chance to listen in, I did uh, under the comment section uh, in in um, the injustice in Oklahoma exposed and Tanya talks views news and interviews uh, in the comment section uh, on the Facebook pages I did put uh, his uh, uh, there is definitely a um, a link to, to at least one of the shows on the injustice one but I also added his name and the information to email um, to email to uh, the Pardon and Parole Board if you know his case. I'm not asking anybody to do it if they don't know his case by any means. That wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right for me to do, and it wouldn't be right for you to do. But what I'm asking you to do is, uh, if you don't know his case, try to get to know the case. And uh, if you do know his case, if you've listened to the show, if you've listened to his wife, if you've listened to his sister, if you've listened to somebody that was actually in prison with him, Ricky Oscar uh, Williams, um, and we've had several shows on him, probably about a total of six now in the last year, you have learned tons of information. Uh, He is humbly just so, so, so sorry for what happened, does not deny that he was uh, a driver in this situation. He was young, bad place, bad time, height of crime in Oklahoma City, uh, where there were gang members. Were, there was lots of gang violence, and um, it, was, it was quick to the draw. Uh, and and Daryl uh, was the one who was, um, who was targeted more than anybody um, and yet he had less to do about uh, with this tragic death than anybody else. So he is going for his, he has requested his seventh parole hearing. And uh, again, this man is, you know, he certainly wasn't perfect. He was hanging around the wrong people. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but you'll, if you've listened to the show, you'll hear, you know, you've, you've heard his story. You've heard his story. If you haven't, again, there's a link that's shared. Or you can always message me in Injustice in Oklahoma Exposed uh, Messenger. And, you know, I'll get more information to you. But you can be a part of this man's uh, success in finally uh, on his seventh try being freed. He does not deny his wrongdoing in the part of what he was a part of, okay? Um, uh so there's there's no doubt about that. But again, he's got uh, life with parole offered to him. But, you know, again, going on his seventh try in front of the Pardon and Parole Board, we feel that the Pardon and Parole Board dynamics have changed. They have more interest in uh, justice reform. And, uh, and the state does in general. We do have a couple people that are listening, um, you know, to, to uh, what – should be done and as well what's really important is also rehabilitation rehabilitation we know for facts that most of the people that are in prison come from poverty are addicted to drugs or have been abused in some ways uh so um it's it's reframing the mind helping to reframe the mind and have better chances of recidivism or chances of not uh uh committing crimes again and finding themselves back in there and we know this through tried and true tried and true actions by um by 
authors of the book Treating Treatments in Correct, uh, Tre- Correcting Treatments in Corrections, and the authors of that book are Rhonda Champagne and Michael Johnson. Total turnaround success rate went from, you know, like 15% to, in addition in Montana, who re- recommitted crimes and found themselves back in prison again uh, to 85%. 85%. So why do you think they shut it down? Why do you think they pulled the plug on that program? You tell me what you think and why. We're looking for callers tonight, 917-388-4520. Again, 917-388-4520 to give your thoughts and opinions. We're going to ask you to not forget to email the Pardon and Parole Board in Oklahoma. So that email, and again, it's written in the comment section of what I just mentioned, boardcommunications at ppb.ok.gov. Boardcommunications at ppb.ok.gov. ppb.ok, boardcommunications, forgive me, at ppb.ok.gov. Do I sound like a broken record? This is how much I know this man is the perfect candidate for second chances. Or how about just parole? Because he was given life with parole. So what is it going to take to qualify for life with parole? Seventh time around, uh, model prisoner, you know, write up, sure, first couple of years, angry young man, you know, for, for, little, for little things like I think having a phone or something like that. I, I don't know. But nothing that was of any kind of violent nature, uh, at least what I'm aware of that there hasn't been in at least 20 years. This man is, he is married. He, he has a vehicle, a job, a home waiting for him. He also, in the height of in the height of COVID, had a quadruple bypass surgery. He's not a threat to society, and certainly not just because of that, because he wants to go to work. He's ready to go to work. He's also ready to volunteer and help you stay out of trouble. He does that in prison. He actually does that from prison. Is that why he's still there, because he's so good at that? Well, let him do that from outside. Uh, he's found his faith. He's extremely faithful uh, to his faith. Uh, good man. And, you know, I wouldn't mind having him as my neighbor. And he is my friend. And I wouldn't say this lightly. I am not all for releasing people in prison. Not at all. I'm all for truth, just justice. I'm all for uh, let the punishment fit the crime. I'm all for rehabilitation. I'm all for second chances under the right conditions. And I'm all for whatever has been wrongfully convicted, be investigated, the time be reduced, give them good time, whatever it is, whatever it is. We need to get to the root of those kinds of problems across America. And if it's a mistake, then people shouldn't have any kind of problem correcting that mistake. Hopefully it wouldn't be too late. If it is not a mistake, then there tends to be um, 
no records that you can find, not any real records that you can find, tends to be no's regarding a, a real trial. There tends to be um, altered transcripts. There tends to be altered a lot of things. Um, and sometimes even regarding um, the investigations and the forensics. Gosh, we know about Joyce Gilchrist and, and her wingman. Uh, she's passed away. Uh, and how many uh, she wrong, had wrongfully convicted because of her um, criminal agenda uh, with the prosecutor at the time. And uh, that was Bob Macy in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma County. So please, 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 once again, I'm going to just ask everybody to consider sending in an email to the Pardon and Parole Board if you've heard his story, if you've done enough research and you feel good enough about that on your own, that this man, um, you know, it's time for him to be, be on parole. Time for him to be on parole. That's all he. That's all I'm asking, actually. You know, so I'm putting my name on it, and, and you know, I, of course, yes, that's what he's asking. That's what his wife is asking. That's what people that know him are asking, and that's what even some of the corrections officers would say that they're not allowed. They're not allowed to give their input on his good behavior. But you want to know who is allowed to oppose his parole? prosecutors they don't want anything overturned it's their record at stake it's politics as usual so keep that in mind that is an issue that needs to be addressed in itself is you know so they went to prison you know for a reason they were found guilty of something by the court right they're found guilty by the court and whether it's all right or partially right or all wrong or partially wrong, okay, all right? But then who are the prosecutors to come in and try to interrupt a process that did not involve his direct, uh, the man dying directly because of him, and without any kind of he's never been to prison before first time you know offender and who are they to come in after the punishment has been given and maybe they should have the right to okay but but do have the right then why can't that be debated why can't there be a debate as opposed to this is what the prosecutor is recommending do or don't say yay or nay we need to do better than that and that's why as my good friend Melissa hurry who you've heard on many times says we need conviction unit integrity integrity conviction there condition conviction unit oversight all right, whether it, you know it be civilians and you know it needs to be a mixture of different people like you and me, just like in Oklahoma County Jail, Oklahoma City County Jail. Wow, all the horrendous thing that's going on in there. You you know they're saying you know advocates are saying we want to be able to go in as citizens 
and look and see what's going on. I agree, but you need protection to do that. You know what I really agree with, that we need cameras 24-7 that can't get turned off, and in every nook and cranny, including the outdoors of these facilities. Okay? That's what we really need. And you can't afford not to. I don't want to hear about the budget. You can't afford not to. If you want to stop whatever's going wrong and you want to make it go right, then you have to get down to the truth. You have to be in truth and with transparency. And uh, I believe that most wouldn't have a problem or an issue with it. So, uh, Stephen Burke, are you with us tonight? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. So, uh, so how are you doing, and, and how do you feel about that subject, and then we will move on. Well, Stephen Burke is the producer of uh, 89.9. Go ahead. I said I pretty much agree with you, I guess. Well, thank you. Would you would you agree to send me every lottery ticket that you're going to buy every day going forward? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't buy lottery on, tickets, please. so that might be a problem. <laughs> you know, I I bought you know I've been saved for about five years, and I bought a you know I never you know I've only bought a, a handful in my life, and and the truth is, up until about five years ago, I probably you know bought maybe only one or two. But in, once a month, I might buy a lottery ticket or something, or one of those, you know, cards, ones that you give the number, because it's fun, and hopefully it really does go towards education, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm sure some of it so, does. Uh, hopefully some of it does, right? You know, those, those little percentages. Um, so some other things that we're going to talk about, uh, and Marty, uh, also, if anybody calls in, please – if you can interject them, let them talk. And Marty, we love hearing you too and and your opinions. And probably going to be on a hot subject right now because we'd like to talk about some vaccines. You know, let's talk about uh, the vaccinations or are they really vaccinations? I think they're still just shots. Who is who's getting? You know, so we're open to calls once again nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero. Uh, press the number one if you would like to comment or uh, have a question, uh, an opinion. Uh, remember, we're a Christian radio station, and we are regulated by the FCC. So, uh, you know, with, between both uh, Stephen's uh, forum there and Marty Oakley TS Radio Network Forum, uh, welcome. We welcome you to call in anytime. We're going to talk about the public trust in the government and in your local officials. We're going to talk about defunding the police or how about not defunding the police. We're going to talk about uh, our firearms, uh, wanting to disarm us. Can you imagine no gun and no police protection or much, 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 much less? Uh, so we'd like to talk about uh, the vaccine as well. So, again, I mean, I, I identify with it that way simply because I think that that's pretty much what most people um, are hearing these days, that it's a, a vaccination. But we know uh, the fact is it does not actually meet the standards of a vaccination. Um, it's 
an experiment, and it is an experiment that uh, there is no liability for uh, with these pharmaceuticals um, and companies. And um, so if something bad happens, then um, like like any of the other real vaccinations, uh, there's no recourse. Uh, but you can't replace a life. We know that. So there's, uh, but there's also a lot of talk about women becoming uh, sterile. And I just read something today that, uh, uh, oh, what is it? Clodium, uh, potassium chloride is in the Pfizer shot, and at the levels that they are in, there's a lot of concerns. Uh, women becoming sterile. Marty, did I hear a a, a a ding? So, Stephen, we want to hear your feelings on this on this um, shot. Okay, wait a minute. You have a caller on from area code four o five. You're live and on the air. Okay. Hi. Thank you for calling yeah. in. Well, thank you. Would you like uh, to identify yourself? It's up to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, my name's uh, Daniel Mosley. And uh I'm Daniel Leslie? Man. Yes, Mosley, M O S L E Y. Oh, okay. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> just fine. I think I know yeah, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we've talked before, uh, on radio one night. Oh, oh, oh okay, Dan oh, okay. I thought there was another one on there. Oh Dan, how are you doing? Definitely we know. Okay. Uh, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm trying to tune in and 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 listen and see what you, what you got going on. Uh, I, I'm inspired by uh, the things that you're, you're trying to do in in our system and and bringing awareness to people about the government and and corrections and all that stuff. Pretty, uh, you know, we all need we all need to have a voice in this and uh, try to work together and and make life better. You know. How, how about we talk about vaccinations first, and you can stay with us, and we want to hear your your input on this. Um, but I just want oh, yeah, to yeah. st- so stay put, uh, Stephen. I want to hear okay. what your feelings are on the pseudo vaccination. Okay. All right. Uh, you stay put, though, Dan. Well, you interject. You... It was only because we had Stephen here. Okay. All right. Well, just uh, let me know. Uh, when you're ready, interject. I'm just I, interject. I feel like I kind of interrupted Stephen too, so I don't. I can be rude that way, well, and I need well, to, well, you know, back out well, of being yeah, rude. Well, go, <laughs> yeah, we'll go go ahead and uh, uh, oh. I'll just listen in for a minute, and then uh, interject. I'll just interject when I when I need it. Uh, so, sounds great, Stephen. I want your input, please, on this uh, the shop so-called vaccination well we know that it's uh, not listed as a vaccine it's listed as a medical device so that ought to clue some people in and then you go to the patent and it's patented as an injectable operating system which is computer chip or computer programming so that ought to raise some red flags but then recently yeah. we've had we've had uh, to make this situation really bad or should really raise some flags to people. We've got the top scientist of one of the three vaccine companies has come out and is warning the people not to take the vaccine. 
Okay. Another mm-hmm. vaccine company has come out. His CEO was, their CEO has come out and warning the people not to take the vaccine. Then we've got a top researcher that's been involved in manufacturing vaccines all of his life with several different companies in very high-level positions, very much not against vaccines. He spent his whole life making vaccines. He's come out and warned the people that if they take this vaccine, it's going to kill them. So we've got three top-level people right now warning that if you take the vaccine, your lifespan is going to be anywhere from five minutes to two years, possibly three years on the outside. That's what they're saying. And their people have been involved in this stuff all their life, including people from the very companies that's manufacturing the vaccine, so-called vaccine. So I think we should be rather cautious about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I tell you what, I'm going to share this one uh, video uh, that it's it's called disaster vaccine disaster ahead and this is the second one that you were talking about I'm going to share this video in um, in uh, my two pages uh, that I have here um, the injustice in Oklahoma exposed and in tiny talks views news and interviews uh, so people can see this and it's just one of so so many but what this does is it actually um, it, it, it actually there's a commentator there who is running down who gives clips of this man uh, who is one of the men that you just described and uh, it, so it, it gives clips and then he's explaining it in our language do you know what I'm saying in our in our world uh, so that we can understand it. He's he's explaining it. So okay, I just posted that in injustice in Oklahoma. So after the show, you can you can look and and see for yourself what you think about that. And I'm going to do it on the other one. So and then who is the guy? Who is the guy out in? I think it was Idaho or Utah. And he also nothing to gain by telling this. You, you know. Uh, nothing to gain, but he also, you know, he went on to say just the value of uh, uh, the value of the um, the zinc, the, the zinc especially, um, and and or, and the vitamin D even more so. And he, you know, what I learned from him, and I did look it up, and I'm satisfied with what he said, is that you could be outside in the winter, and you could be bare naked when it's sunny. And you still will not absorb, and you could be out there all day, and you will not absorb the kind of daily uh, vitamin D that you would normally get if it was the spring or the summer, and you're out there just for a couple hours. So basically, really need to supplement, because most people are deficient with vitamin D. And the darker your skin color is, the harder it is for you to absorb that. So that's really important to know. But why aren't we talking about this stuff? Well, because it'll prevent the okay. people getting sick, and they don't. They don't want you to be prevented. They want. They want to sell you their medicine. Okay, Tanya, well, you have I, another caller. Okay, get this yeah, person on. Okay, area code three five two. You're live and on the air. Hello, Hello Ms. Tanya. 
Hey, Richard, how are you? I was wondering if you recognized the number. <laughs> I recognize your voice. That I recognize. <laughs> we also have, okay, we have a nice little panel on here right now. Stephen Burke and, and Richard and, and, and uh, Daniel Mosley. Oh, my gosh, this is wonderful. So we're really looking for, for some input on these subjects. And I just found the one from uh, Idaho, I think it is. I'm going to add that as well. Um, so hang on with us. I just wanted uh, Daniel Mosley to give his opinion on the uh, shot, and, uh, and then I want yours, if you could, or if you have something else you want to talk about. Dan- Daniel, are you there? Okay. Well, you know, I haven't been keeping uh, up on the uh, vaccine so much. I mean, of course, you can't help but hear about it because it's all over the news, but uh, sometimes I don't even watch the news, but... Uh, yeah, well, if that's what you want to call but, it. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I got enough pain body feeding uh, uh, with other things going on. But you know, it, it's you know, it's basically, forward vaccines they're usually relative safe compared to, you know, like the Zarelto. You know, it'll come out with a new drug, and a year later you'll have these lawsuits. You know, uh, they're they're safer than our pres- other prescription drugs, actually. But but here's the deal. You know, if your immune system, I, I agree, people need to try to take better care of themselves because your body is full of antibodies and can kill about anything if you keep your immune system up. And and if people don't want to take the vaccine, they shouldn't have to take a vaccine. And mm-hmm. and the people it, it are like, well, <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it is, if if the people that want to get the vaccine take the vaccine, they feel safe, and the vaccine's good, then they don't have to worry about getting it from the people that don't take the vaccine. Who a lot yeah, of people. If you're all peace of mind, do your work though, right? Do your educate, self-educate. Yeah, yeah, it's good to self-educate, uh, but. You know, when when you're looking at these studies, whether it's in psychology or sociology or medicine, you you got to be real careful reading into these studies because, I mean, basically when it gets down to it, we don't really know. You know, uh, right? It's in the guinea pig stage, I mean, isn't it? Right. I mean, what's good for you may not be good for somebody else. You know, we're all different. We have different ways of approaching life, seeing life. Our bodies are physiologically different. And uh, one thing that might help me might kill you, you know. I mean, and that's why you see these things happen when people take medications, whether it's a vaccine or uh, just uh, something for high blood pressure or whatever. Um, and can you let our people? audience know a little, just a little bit about yourself? You know what your, um, you know what your qualifications are, as well as as well as an educated consumer yourself. But um, yeah, can we talk a little bit. Can you just let our audience know, you know how we know, you know, just something about you, and and also you're okay, still well, studying. I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I've got years of experience. <laughs> And uh, in life, uh, I'm an older gentleman, but uh, I've got a bachelor's degree in medical technology, which is uh, studies in chemistry, microbiology, immunology, Mm -hmm. 
And so I know a little bit about the body, and I'm working on my master's degree right now in addiction counseling. And mm-hmm. uh, I've got experience in the uh, uh, corrections <laughs> uh, on mm-hmm. the other side of this. And, uh, you know, and I'm passionate about that because, I mean, it, our prisons really, I mean, some of these guys are going to get out. I mean, you t- some of them you want to just throw away, and put them in there and throw away the key, you know, which is uh, not the answer. And, and and you were talking about those kids earlier. Uh, they were young. They probably were from, you know, uh, severely uh, abused and stuff like that. And they run away from home and they get in these gangs. I mean, it's, in some of those neighborhoods, if you're not in the gang, uh it, it, it's kind of, you you're, know. Yeah, it, you're not old, safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, when they're sentencing these young offenders that's in gangs and stuff, they need to take in consideration the circumstances surrounding the deal, the social cultural context of their upbringing and, and the culture of the gang, you know, because uh, if you're in People one of those, I mean. Hopefully it's, they can unlearn them. You know, hopefully they can unlearn them and understand that there's more to life, uh, you know, that there's yeah. more out there. And so, once again, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's every situation is a little bit different. But, but yeah. Richard, why don't you ch- chime in on this? Let, let us know, let, let our listeners know a little bit about you. We know each other um, originally from the Wetumka fiasco, um, which I'm curious because I think there was recently court with uh, that James Jackson dude. Over there, I don't, I don't know what I should really call him, but um, uh, love an update on that. But let us know who you are, and and would you chime in, Daniel? Stay with us, Stephen. Please stay with us. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I uh, just for the viewers or listeners that don't know me, I'm Rich Ross. I'm living with Tonka, Oklahoma. Uh, a year ago or so, we had major issues here. But the man that came in won't get into depth with that. But anyway, I decided to run for city council. I had never done anything like that before, but except that I could help. And uh, with my 24 years of military experience and understanding how systems should work and all, I thought I could help out. Well, I got elected in, and we're headed in the right direction, if you will. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. take some time. Uh, we had issues, you know, prior to the Jacksons arriving here. Uh, but, uh, you know, things are in the right direction now, Tanya, to be honest with you. It's, it's slow process. Thank but, goodness. Um, we're, we're making progress, and that's the only thing we can expect from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm um, just curious. I'm vaccine we thing, about this uh, off oh, air, uh, but did, was there court for him? There was yeah, a, a the, lady, the last was I heard, it made, it made the newspaper – it made the newspaper oh. today, and I haven't got any updates. I know that they've, they've done court dates. Uh, there's been no sentencing or anything at this point. Um, okay. They did have to move him to Seminole away from Holdenville because of the issues yeah. happening, to, happening to him inside of the prison. And then, of course, they wanted a jury that possibly wasn't uh, you know, an unbiased jury, which is what needs right. to happen. Uh, Change most people around Change here knew about Exactly, and I'm, I'm fine with that, too. Once they see the evidence, right. I know what's going to happen with it. I, I have faith. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But uh, anything other than that, I haven't really got any updates on it. And as far as where his wife is at this point, she I know she was not here anymore. Uh, but there was eyes on her from the, my sources that I know there was eyes still on her. So 
we don't know what's going to happen with that either. Okay. Thank you for that. I'll do my own little yeah, work, on, and, and, and but we won't yeah, talk yeah, about you that. Do that. <laughs> you do that. You do that. That's fine. And, you know, like I, I mean, as far as, like, the vaccine, I got in when, when Stephen was talking, and, you know, I could I could throw a million different things out there. I don't have the medical background or, you know, the, the probably not as educated as they are on these things, but it doesn't take much education to look at what's actually happening. Um, I just read something the other day where they've come up with they're studying a a chip, if you will, that they could put in your body so you could uh, determine whether you were going to be sick in two weeks from the from, from COVID-19. I read three or four different sources on that. I don't know if you've seen any of that, but it, it kind of scares well, me when you Stephen, hear them. Isn't that what you just had brought up, something about a chip? I don't know if he's listening right now or if he can hear I, me. I, I got on here before. He was, I, I, maybe he didn't catch that, but yes, ma'am, there's actually a, uh, don't quote me on this. It's a military uh, study on this right now to put a chip in your body so you could figure out if you're going to scan it and say, okay, you're going to be have the vac- you're going to have the virus in a couple of weeks. Well, you know, what do I go from there? Um, that stuff and then yeah. this whole thing with I the, look at the, it as the, being you able know, to one travel. Of my fears with this is selective depopulation. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We and the thing Bill is, Gates too, they're looking at for that for a long time. Oh, for many, many years. You don't. It doesn't yeah. take much reading on him to figure that out. And then you right. take the whole thing with this having to have papers to travel. I mean, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have to have papers to drive somewhere? You have to have papers to go to the grocery store. You have to have papers to buy certain items. Uh, you know, all they have to do is look at world history, and you can see what's going on here. It doesn't take a yeah. highly educated individual to figure that out. See, do you that's, know what it's, you know, I, 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 my head sometimes goes to these places, but I think it's important to go there because this is kind of the path that it seems to be on right now. Like, can you imagine if you refuse to get, you know, if they mandate it and, and you refuse to get it, then you want to cross mm-hmm. state lines? I, I imagine there will be, you know, uh, at, at each state line. So does that mean that we have to, like, uh, you know, go through the woods? Uh, you know, are we going to be, you know, trying to go into the next state because there's a loved one there that, you know, or whatever, for whatever reason? Does that mean we're going to have to smuggle ourselves into our own uh, other states in the United States of America and that that is within our constitutional rights? But because uh, they're asking, you know, not within our act, our constitutional rights. I could see this actually happening. I was just listening to a, a news station, and, and they were and they were saying that you know, well, we what we need to do with that almost thirty percent that hasn't gotten vaccinated yet is really we got to drive the message home. Drive the message home. So you know, to me that was and this was Fox, by the way. This was Fox News. So to me, it sounded like. Uh, you know, we need to keep advertising. We keep need to keep advertising, advertising, pounding is everybody's head. Forget uh, the other material that you should know before you make an informed decision. You know, forget that. Well, look at because that, Tony, look at you know, you said that about them about pushing it and shoving it down our throats, if you will. Um, every yeah. commercial you watch, every TV yeah. show, I've quit watching TV shows that I was. Was was faithfully watched them, recorded them, watched them weekly, 
but because of their, what they're doing through Hollywood, through commercials, through news stations, yeah. it's like I watch the weather and I turn it off. Yeah. Because it, they're constantly pushing this vaccine. They're constantly pushing the mask wearing. They're constantly pushing the, the racial stuff. They're constantly, yeah. It's all being pushed they, through that channel. They're trying to make channel. us more divided. Uh, and then, you know, yes, after 60 because years, that, that's been gone, <laughs> you know, or, you know, reducing, you know, that's not good enough. You know, oh boy, that's, it's too good now. We need more racial divide in order to ha- get our way. Well, if I, I uh, can divide you, I can conquer you. Yeah. True. True. Richard, what were you going I, to say? Daniel, I'm sorry. Oh, I just did. Yeah, I, yeah uh, go ahead. I did. I did a little research on uh, that. uh mandated uh vaccinations and uh it came up pulled up the, the deal about the measles and uh the supreme court ruled that uh unless there was a medical reason the child could not get vaccinated for the measles they could force them to do it and and didn't matter if you couldn't stand on religious reasons or any other reasons only reason was medical uh, if there was some, but the something, problem with that is the problem with yeah. that is it's not really a vaccination and, yet. Yeah, I mean the and, jury's still. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it had jury. it hadn't gone through all the stages. There's, I think, right. five stages that uh, a, a drug has to go through before it can be released. They uh-huh. they eliminated the last stage, uh, basically because they just. You know, people make decisions out of fear. You know, I mean, people die every day from... Look how many people died because of the fear over COVID. They died from suicide because that was social interaction. I mean, we probably had as many more casualties from mental health issues due to this isolation from uh, COVID. And what about abuse? What about... At home abuse, you know, where it does happen. Obviously, that's an exception to the rule, but it does happen. People are people are out of they're out of work. They they they're already potentially abusive, and 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 guess what? You, you, you know, suddenly they're you know the stress level's high. They're drinking more if they're a drinker, and you know before you know it, nobody's calling this kid in from not showing up at school because they're not in school, but the kid could be dead. Yeah, well, you know, here on the lighter side, (laughs) you know, on the lighter side, you used to to hear in the news all the time about somebody going into a 7-Eleven with a mask on and robbing it, but since we've been wearing masks, I ain't heard no robberies with the mask. (laughs) I've thought about that, too. Marty, what were you going to say? Well, all of this thing about the mask wearing, the social distancing, and all of this hoo-farah that's crappy, this was tested out. I mean, they've known it historically. Uh, uh, Isolation is one of the most detrimental things to the human psyche that can happen. People lose their minds. They become depressed. They'll commit suicide. They'll do all kinds of things. It's not a natural state. People can die from loneliness, from isolation, and they do. And But they tested this out again during the Afghan war. And on the Afghani prisoners, they did to them exactly what they're doing to us. This was a test. They put masks on them. Masks historically are a symbol of slavery. You cannot be spoken to. You cannot speak. 
you have less of a social status, if you have any at all, you are considered civilly dead. And it is also, when you do it voluntarily, a sign of submission and compliance. Carry on, fools. They want you to do it. Anyway, yes. So they tried this out on the Afghani prisoners. They kept them six feet apart, masked. They were not allowed to speak to each other. They weren't allowed to congregate. And a huge number of them committed suicide. Success. The DOD said it was a successful program, and it just showed that without firing a shot, you could get people to do themselves in it. Isn't that wonderful? You could save on ammo. And, but this is what I'm saying. This was all tested out at the time. Uh, of course, I was on fire over the theft of the election and the Supreme Court handing it to Bush. And then we went right into Iraq after 9-1-1 with no evidence whatsoever that country did a damn thing to us. And so while all this at home, we got Homeland Security and all this other mess. And mm-hmm. the, the thing of it was, it was at this point in my estimation, and I am a political atheist, I don't believe in conservatives, I don't believe in liberals, Democrats, Republicans, left, right. If sound is coming out of their mouth, their lips are moving, they're lying. And but this was a. I like you. This was a. Isn't that awesome? Well, thank you. The, this whole thing has been in the works for many, many years. Uh, the Patriot Acts absolutely had nothing to do with foreign terrorists. We had 1,500 laws on the books, both state and federal, to deal with terrorism. They invoked not one of them. They passed well, the Patriot Act. Marty, no the ID, that real ID has kind of gone by the wayside yes. because they figured out a better way to do no, it, it in my opinion. <laughs> well, oh, it, okay. Real ID, we fought that. We fought that tooth and nail back in 2001, 2002. They passed it in 2003 by adding it as an amendment to another bill. And they passed it that way. They do this crap all the time. And if you, the bill won't pass as a standalone, they'll put it in as an amendment and um, on another unrelated bill. So they passed it in the middle of the night in 2003. I have been in contact with Homeland Security many times over the years. What exactly is supposed to be the purpose of Real ID? And no one seems to be able to give me any kind of coherent answer. Now, in my own instance, having come to Georgia from Minnesota, I went to get my driver's license changed. Oh, how crazy was I. I cannot produce a marriage license from several decades ago, and I'm not going to give my age. Thank you very much. And <laughs> but I had divorce 25. papers. From, <laughs> yeah, 25. Yes, that's exactly right. About 50 years ago. How'd you get but anyway, at such a um, age? <laughs> yes. So, but I had divorce uh, you, papers. You, for got, you got a young heart, family. that's for sure. You got a lot of fire in you. Yeah, and I'm probably going to go up in flames one of these days. Um, <laughs> but I can't get a driver's license. And uh, I, well, I, they, well, they won't let me have I cannot have a state ID. I cannot have a state ID. They won't give you a state ID. Standard license. Nope. They, they won't give me anything. So I have a Minnesota license, which is still valid. When it expires, I have no valid ID of any kind. In arguing with the state over this, they said, well, it's for everybody's protection. We need to know for sure who you are. I said, well, all y'all taxed me all those years, and nobody had any questions about who I was. Uh, so now all of a sudden you do? Well, well, I said, so if you didn't know who I was, then you obviously collected taxes under fraud. So I'd like my money back, please. 
and they didn't like that. And uh, But nobody can tell you what this is about. Now, it was supposed to come into full effect October 1st of last year. But across the country, only 38% of the people who could have gotten one did. So they pushed it back till October 1st of this year. And they're sending warnings out all over the place how your life is going to change if you don't have real ID. And I think this somehow works with this COVID passport crap. Um, I do too. There's something that, yeah. yeah, somehow this is intertwined. I didn't realize they were active yeah. again. Okay. Yeah. Where did this, oh, uh, they never real, let up. Did this, did this uh, real ID, when, did it start in America or did it start over in Europe first? Uh, well, you go back to World War II and the it, Nazis. It, it, it was, this it, is a I mean, takeoff. Is this, is of this what a global Nazis thing did. that they're, are they Not trying yet. to get everybody Not in yet. No, not yet. This is where I think this vaccine passport thing comes in, Uh, this fake COVID thing, uh, because they're pushing this all around the globe. And here again, you've got this. You have to identify yourself. You have to prove this. You have to prove that. And then show your papers. You can kiss my fluffy butt. It ain't happening. Um, Mm -hmm. I will not. You didn't have any doubt about who I was all these years. You right. have no doubt whatsoever. And, and there are so many that don't, are saying, well, if I wanted this or if I wanted that, then, you know, if I want to travel, then I have to get it. And well, that's but what they're you know, to get it. People, people don't understand the power is in your pocket. Money. Right. Stop right. shopping yeah. for a day. Stop shopping Marty, can you for a unmute, day. If you can talk at the same time, can you, can you unmute Stephen? He fell, he fell off, but... I want to keep talking, please, please, please. Wait a minute. Here we go. Uh, I don't know. I think he's off. There we go. He's up. He's on. You're back on, Stephen. You're back on. You know, yeah, it's in our pockets. And, you know, I just want to backtrack a little bit. You know, they want everybody to stay home, or they did, or at least keep wearing a mask, you know. Um, The thing Uh is, you know, we all know vitamin D, being outside, the fresh air, and all that stuff. And some people are so indoctrinated into this that you could be walking across the street from you, and they're going to be giving you the finger if you're not wearing the mask, you know. But guess what? (laughs) They want you inside. inside. Obesity is one of the the worst things that you can do is be obese (laughs) and then fight just about any illness, but especially – this this illness is is one of them, you, you know. So you're supposed to be home and not eat, uh, you know, throughout this whole lockdown thing. Are you kidding me? You, you know, I'm how well, many I people a, turn to eating? Well, and I had a, a, another encounter at the store over not wearing a mask. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to put one on. Mm-hmm. And a man walked up to me. He goes. Can I ask why you're not wearing a mask? And I said, Sure, you can ask. Doesn't mean I have to answer you. And he looked at me, I said, but since you asked, I said, um, the reason I won't, I said, I have made it a point to never knowingly, intentionally do something stupid. That's uh-huh. why I don't have one on. But you have a good day. <laughs> and I, mean, I don't think me. anybody, if they want to do it, but don't, don't you dare come out. You know, do I care about people who are freaking out? And do I want to be sensitive? And do I also want to be careful? Mind you, just like I would if somebody had, if I had a cold or, or I knew I was infectious with anything, you know, I would, I would act with caution. I would not go see my mother if I knew, if I knew I had the flu. 
in other words. You know right. what I mean? I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't want to expose anybody to that stuff, especially, you know, the elderly or the immune compromised. So I would treat it no different than that because when we look at the real numbers, you're going to see that um, you, 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 there's no reason to. We're not in a right. pandemic right now either. We're not in a pandemic. No, we never uh, were. Too, too we many people were. think that but this polio was uh, was uh, resolved because of a vaccination. Wrong. Dig deep into no, that wasn't. one, people. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, and that's exactly. the thing, too, exactly. these people that get upset because you don't vaccinate, which we do not, uh, and you don't wear a mask, which we do not. And they get really angry and well, I vaccinate and, and I'm wearing my mask and I well you've got your magic shield then don't you what are you concerned about? <laughs> that, that stuff works, doesn't it? Yeah. Or are you trying to tell me well, you know that it doesn't? Stephen, what People were you going done. to say? Uh, just just a second, Stephen. Uh, you okay. had a comment about the real ID. Yeah, Real ID is a United Nations mandate, and it's being implemented as we speak worldwide. The problem is they changed the that. name on it, and and it's uh, being it. done at the behest of the United States government and Great Britain, as always, which is what all the United Nations mandates are. But my girlfriend in the Philippines and her family just got it two weeks ago. I had no idea okay. they had taken this anywhere else. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Thank you, Simultaneously. Okay, you're here? I had no idea. That was uh, something that came to my mind when you was talking about the real ID. Uh, Something just kind of, a little bell went off my head about Bible prophecy and some things I'd read about, uh, you know, uh, they got a computer over in Brussels, Belgium. That's where the... I guess uh, the center yeah, of... Yeah, uh, called the Beast. Called the yes, Beast. And they're putting everybody in that computer. And when you said something about that real ID and you didn't really know what it was about, I automatically thought about uh, this Bible prophecy and the Beast and they're putting everybody in this computer that they call the Beast. And, oh, that uh, Beast mm-hmm. computer already generated a new Social Security number for... All seven billion people on the face of the earth, it's a three-segment, 18-digit Social Security number, 666. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and uh, they're down to putting uh, even people in third-world countries uh, into it. I mean, they're they're getting everybody in there. Well, Philippines and, uh, is in it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, the, Let me ask, do you guys, Stephen... And and everyone, do you do you think we're too far gone? My personal opinion is yes. We may get a short reprieve if Trump gets back in, or somebody gets bold enough to stand up against these democrats, as I call them. But it's going to be short lived because the Bible's real clear. In Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, that Jesus comes back after the tribulation. It's also real clear that the generation that's seen Israel become a nation again will not pass away before Jesus returns. So that's already over 70 years. How long is those people going to live? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's about no man yeah, this generation. Well, I just got a Tanya. I just got a message here. Uh, one of my off of my shows is listening in tonight, and he said um, that about this this vaccine that it's people like me and the people on this show that are going to kill the world off because we won't get the vaccine and we're spreading disinformation. Now, Nate goes on and he talks about the fact of, you know, what Stephen said about this being, you know, an operating system basically is what they're injecting in you. Uh, Mr. Mann, let me explain to you. AstraZeneca admitted it is not a vaccine in writing. They admitted that it is messenger RNA. When they inject you, sweetie pie, this stuff starts growing and spreading in your body like a virus, and you can't get rid of it. It makes your computer able to communicate with you, your cell phone, and anybody else that's got the technology can hack into you. They can test your blood pressure, your heart rate. Yes, and uh, they can shut you up if they choose to. They can literally do do anything they want to do after you've taken that so-called vaccine. Yes. And I've got all 81 pages of the patents on this thing. The vaccine and all three of Bill Gates' viruses from start to finish from the U.S. Patent Office, they can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. You need to share that with me, Stephen, if you would. I'd love to get a copy of that. Take a look at what he did yeah. with his experiment over in Africa. Use them as guinea pigs. How yeah. many did he slaughter and maim? There, well, people need and to realize. That video is taken down. Yeah. Here's the real the, the, kicker. That. Bill Gates ahead, is a eugenicist. That means he wants to yes. depopulate the earth. His father was a eugenicist. His grandfather was a eugenicist. Okay, Dr. Fauci is on Bill Gates' board. He was in his his uh, his uh, dorm with him. They were roommates in college. He's he's on Bill Gates' board. He works true? for Bill Gates. Is that true? Because so many people have said that's not true, that one part there about being roommates. Well, to my knowledge, it is true. Uh, I but know regardless, he, I he is on Bill. Is he is on Bill Gates' board. He does work yeah, for Bill Gates. Bill Gates yeah. is a eugenicist. Now we have a man that's stated purpose is to depopulate the earth, telling you he's going to save your life with this so-called vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you see a problem with that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> no red flags there. No red flags yeah. there. And this is the man also that wants to uh, fly all these airplanes to try to deal with uh, climate change, right, to try to slow down the climate change, right? Oh, well, whatever happened to the sun coming through in the winter and in the summer and the spring? Now, is well, this he's busy. Is this like, are you kidding me? How stupid do you think we are? But the problem is we are. He's busy creating another ice age by spraying chalk and who knows what everything else into the stratosphere to reflect the sunlight back while pretending he's trying to save the earth. It's part of all of his eugenicist agenda. They call it global dimming because they said we're getting beat up with sun rays. Oh my goodness, how did humanity survive all these eons? Um, There's another purpose for this too. 
The chemtrailing not only contains this shock, but it has an aluminum emulsified particle in it. Right. And it will act just like a screen at a theater. They can project from the ground, and it, there is a, a program through the government called um, Operation Moonbeam. Again, we tried this out on Afghani prisoners, and what they did was they, using this hologram that was reflected off, they made it appear as if Mohammed showed up in the cells of these Afghani prisoners and was telling them that the best thing for them to do was tell what they knew and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Many of these people dropped dead from shock. Now, the intention of this program, this is from the Senate subcommittee hearing on this, is when the time is right and should it be necessary, they will use Operation Moonbeam to make the God of your choice, and here in the U.S. it be Jesus, appear to become descending from heaven, speaking to people, telling you to obey, do what you're told, blah, blah, blah. And they said they estimated that at least half of the population would drop dead from fright. And the rest of them would probably be out of their minds. But this is what they have planned. So if you think you see Jesus approaching from the heavens, I'd be really wary because they've been planning this one a long time. Uh, this hologram Okay, so what system, do we have to say to the people who have taken the shots and they're fine? What do we have to say to that? Or they they're, they're, they're fine. fine right now, Tanya. They right. don't know many of them are not fine, but they're high figures um they figure actually somewhere 30 to 40,000 people dead in this country alone from this shot and another 200,000 injured permanently from it but they aren't telling you that do you know did you yes, notice the article so, about that one facility they were saying it was it was a dirty facility or whatever i think that was all just to make it look like that's the reason why the ill effects, yes. instead of, you know, really getting sure. carried with that, carried away with that, they came back and said the risk and reward, it's worth the risk. And now they're yes, back on. Yes, yes. And, and, uh, and I'm hearing all? a lot, too, and I take, I take offense at this. Well, if a few people die so that the rest of us are, I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. Not I don't want anybody to die. Yeah, exactly. That's called communism. But this, Yes, right, and it's like Stephen, I think you were talking about three to six months or so on that before this, the effects of this become known. And that's because that messenger RNA needs time to expand and grow and invade your body. And well, it's then you will become your cells. Modifies yes. your cells as your body replaces them. So until your body needs a replacement cell, it's doing nothing but the replacement cell looks like coronavirus to the to your body's immune system so it's going to attack the yes. new cells and the problem's going to get worse and yes. worse it's yeah. going to be like you never had a, an, an immune system when it comes to other illnesses and when it comes to different strains of the virus is how is it, it is explained in, in one of those two videos that i uh, just shared on those sites am i right about that that's what i understood it to be I believe it's in one of them videos. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. But isn't that, am I understanding that correct? The way it's explained, and I love the way it's explained, because he turns it into our language after he shows, you know, clips of how this is being shared in the scientific world, right, by a very qualified person, somebody well, at least as qualified yeah. or as smart or as well 
you know, he uh, well-minded. You know, I mean, we know that, or I, we believe that Fauci has his own agenda and is probably living right now. He's probably living. He's in too deep now. Um, you know, but uh, but it, it explains. Like again, you know, correct me if you have another opinion on this. That that when you get it, you know, by the time you get the second shot or whatever the the dose is that you're supposed to get, it, it's you're what you're doing is killing your immune system all against everything except for the current strain, the COVID nineteen, and that it won't right. be able to go in, and you won't be able to uh, to uh, to fight against other strains or other or, or other. Illness. And that's not that... just coronavirus. It's going to be the flu or ding or any of the other viruses that's out there running around the world. So you might as well. You know, you were talking. You were talking about things like um, vitamin D and C and zinc. These are great. But you know, something I stumbled across yesterday was I did not know that when you start uh, wheezing and um, have shortness of breath. You're short on B1, and they said that a lot of people that were dying from supposedly COVID actually were short on C, D, B1, potassium, and magnesium. And potassium, magnesium, and B1 are what keeps your heart beating. It's, it provides the magnesium, of course, is what they call electrolytes in drink. You drop low on magnesium, your heart stops. It's what fires exactly. your heart. And so I was reading, and I see where this B1 had said that um, these people that are actually dying of heart attacks, that if if they had checked their B1 levels, uh, they said that 78% of the U.S. is deficient in B1 because of the food we eat, how processed it is and everything. All and the, all so a lot of people are yes all the sugar and then somebody like me a chronic coffee drinker or tea drinker and particularly people who drink alcohol i don't touch that stuff but um you know if you have these kinds of habits the b1 in your body is extremely deficient and it can manifest appearing to be things like high blood pressure and a fluttering heart you know people had the heart palpitation you're short on b1 but they won't tell you wow. i had a on my show here, oh, probably eight, nine years ago, I had a former uh, doctor from the Air Force on, emergency room doctor, and he said, he said, we have people coming into the emergency room that are in the throes of uh, a severe heart attack. He said, they don't have any history of heart disease. They haven't had a heart attack before, but even if they had, he said an infusion of magnesium would stop that in its tracks. Exactly. He said they won't do it. He said they will not do it. Ninety-six percent of Americans are severely deficient in magnesium, and that's the most critical mineral in your body. Your body will pull it out of your bones and everything else trying to keep your heart going, and by the time you measure that you're low on it, you're dead. So we need to take care of it. No, no, you don't. Uh, in fact, they recommend you don't take calcium 
because it tends on balling up in your arteries. You have to get calcium from food and let it be absorbed naturally. And another thing, but calcium what about pills magnesium? are just get magnesium on well, its own, or what are the opinions here? No, uh, magnesium. You buy supplements. It's four hundred milligrams right. a day. I take two of those, one in the morning, one at night, and but you take that and with a, a small potassium and another thing you know like things they know are vitamins deficiencies many people who present with dementia or early onset dementia actually have a b12 deficiency you think they'll test for it not a chance and the infusions of b12 once a week will correct that and a shortage of b12 will manifest itself as confusion and disorientation um, you wow. know the things that we call dementia, and they will not, and they will not prescribe B12 shots as a treatment. Once they even say you have dementia, they won't do that. So you stay deficient, you get worse. Yes, yes, exactly. You need to take yeah. magnesium yes. citrate if possible. It works the best. Yes, magnesium citrate. Yes, it's what, most absorbable. What we put in our yes. bodies is. Uh, very important. I mean, you got to have proper nutrition, and you know, if you if you uh, you know if you put all these carbs and and sugar in your body and don't take care of yourself, don't exercise, uh, pray, meditate. You know, I I've always prefer a holistic approach to to health. Yep. You know, I mean, eat 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 good, exercise, have fun. You know, get out. Learn and, how to control stress. There's always going to be stress. Learn how to control it so it doesn't kill you. Is that a lower your right. immune system? Right. Uh, I read uh, one book. It's called uh, One Spirit Medicine by Al- Alberto Velodo. He uh, was working for a pharmaceutical company down in Central America, and uh, and it was got in with the shamans, the the Amazon Indians who lived like we did before we developed towns and cities. And they practically have no disease. Uh, and they, they are, they live one with nature. They're one with nature. They see the spirit in each other. They see the spirit in the waters, the trees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but anyway, so that led him to, uh, develop what he called one spirit medicine. They they eat bark, roots and stuff. I mean, they live in like the Garden of Eden. Everything they need. They don't have to till crops. You know, they don't have to kill animals if they didn't want to. I think they do uh, eat small game. But they they live. You know, they have everything they need. And when somebody does get sick, the spirit tells the medicine man what the treatment is, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're, we're so, we're so, uh, not in tune with nature. You know, we live in a society and, and our society is sick, you know, and we put all this garbage in our minds and all this and garbage in our And we're learning from both media. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and everybody's living in fear. Fear will break down your body, even if you, even if you're exercising and eating right. You know, if you're in a constant state of fear, you can lower your immune system and make yourself susceptible uh, 
you know, and, and the the body is amazing. I mean, look at how many people got COVID, okay? They got it. They got immunity now. They got immunity by the real so thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so they say. And, and yeah. they lived. I mean, and, and we've had flu shots for years. Every year people, uh, let me, let me, people go ahead. take the flu shot, and some they, some people still get the flu. And every year people die from the flu. And COVID's here, and COVID's here to stay, and people are going to die from it every year, no matter how many vaccines like you flu, get. Like the flu, like, yeah. You know, well, that's, that's the just thing. Life. This, is I mean, not some, this, this isn't some strange virus that cropped up this is a simple cold or a flu and that university in california and, and yeah. in uh, conjunction with that one out of south america foia'd and then sued and got from the fda 15 or the cdc 1500 lab tests on people who were tested positive for this supposed virus that they've never isolated or identified they had influenza mm-hmm. A and influenza B. There wasn't a COVID case in it. This has been one of the biggest scams ever perpetrated on the public, mm-hmm. ever. This is yeah, a since, simple since when virus. when wasn't a really red throat and a sore throat and a fever, something that at one point before COVID, they would have given you a strep test for, huh? Yeah. Would, yeah. Wouldn't that We've be got the another first thing that you would get a strep test for? Oh, all of a sudden, those aren't symptoms of strep. And if your toes turn red, that's COVID toes. But you have a caller on here from <laughs> area code 231. <laughs> hey, it's Jim um, Lechron. Oh, Tanya. Oh, Tanya. Oh, hey, Jim. Hey, uh, I got a... We got Richard Rush. I know he wants to say something to you, but hello, Jim. Thank you for First... calling. Yeah. Hey, um, as far as that test goes. I actually heard um, a video of the guy who actually created that test for COVID, and he Mm -hmm. actually was trying to expose the fact that the governments were using it fraudulently. It was not created to detect any particular virus or anything like that, and this guy's now dead. We figure yeah, who knows that. why. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, they had to Holy. knock him off as usual. Yeah, I, I yeah, kinda, yeah, that's kind of what I figured out. Um, mm-hmm. But he was saying that, that, that they can't use it for that because it can't no. not detect any certain particular virus. Yeah. It's like them trying to make a flu shot every year. Some years they say, well, it wasn't all that effective, and and then some years they say, well, it was so, so effective. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, right. I, I, to me, that's, well, listen, how on earth can... Yeah, this, is a, this is the thing about this, though. They, they, people get... I talk about this all the time. So does John Blacron. Uh Words have meanings. People get confused, and this is done intentionally. The word efficacy yeah, yeah. with uh, um, efficiency, it is not the same thing. When they say it's the efficacy is 95%, meaning only four people either dropped dead or got sick from the vaccine. That's the That's control group. The 100, people that, the 100 people that had ideal health conditions shouldn't respond at all, skated by. The efficiency is the number you want. 
when you check efficiency for that same vaccine, it drops down to 4 to 5%, meaning the other 95 96% either dropped over dead or got seriously ill behind the vaccine. That's what efficiency is when you apply it broadly across the population with no filters. Efficacy is the control group that made sure okay. that they're all in okay. reasonably good health. So they con you with this language. If you volunteer for a study to not have other things going on. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's just that this is what people with their own personal choices, but they're they're not even letting us know. They're not letting the people know that aren't like us. They dig deeper. And and they just don't want to, you know, they're people that just, they don't have time for it. They make personal choices to just rely on what they're hearing from CNN, NBC, yeah. NBC, even Fox. Fox is pro-vaccine, yeah. you, you, you know? That. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know? Fox is such a, oh, my God, how they've stayed on the air, I do not know. Um, yeah. but, just, but, but uh, there's just something. Is, you know, everybody's yeah. involved in, oh, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. And they are denying us you know the, the you know the, the the regular public that's watching mainstream tv news and i do i watch mainstream but i but i also i don't dig into what we're talking about because i want to know what they're saying you know and there are some things that we learned that are true okay but we have to always do our own homework right but if all they are saying is, you know, how we need to talk to, how we need to, you know, get others to buy into this. That's exactly right. Buy into this. I have a girlfriend. She yeah. got a phone call. It was uh, it was a questionnaire kind of thing. And they wanted to know if she was paid $1,500 if she would take the vaccine. Yep, because then they'll say that they're them. test subjects. Yeah. Or get your free donuts for, taking, for showing your card. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh my! God. It just. Hey, I, I don't know. The first thing, been... yeah, Richard. Hey, the first thing I want to say is I, I just love Marty Oakley to death. <laughs> that was one yeah, comment. You're not the only one. We all do. <laughs> and there's a yeah. plethora of other comments as everybody's been speaking here. And I mean, if you don't mind, I just I've listened and and and, and I'm, I'm with everything that he, everybody says. What scares me the most is not just the people that we talked about, the Bill Gates of the world and the CDC and the Fauci's and, 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 and the, the – I'm not going to say Democrats, or the governments in, the, in this world that, that yeah, are yeah. trying to it's, push this agenda. Yeah. And if people were – if people, I'm, I'm 56 years old, okay, but I'm smart enough to read about history. And if you look at world history, there are so many things that are happening and have been happening in this country for many years to slowly change – the thought process. It's something you can't do this overnight. You can't dictate a country in, in a month, in a year. It takes generations after generations, and that's what they've done. I've got kids that are anywhere from 20 to, you know, the mid to upper 30s, and their beliefs in, in what's going on, it's okay, you know, not all of them, but some of them, and that generation slowly changes to where now their kids think that way and their kids think and, and so on and so forth, if you will. Because what it does is it changes all those things, whether they're taking away our rights and nobody says, well, it's okay, it's not that big a deal. But if they would just read world history, I know everybody talks about the Holocaust, 
But, I mean, even in China, even in China, they tell you how many kids you can have, when you can have a kid, uh, you know, what sex the kid can be. There's, there's so many things in this world that are going on that people don't realize are happening in this state, in this country right now as we speak. Right. And they're trying right. to control us. And the, the whole thing you talked about, the vaccines, all that stuff, I'm, I'm on board. 100. I learned some stuff tonight. Thank you, you guys. <clears throat> but anyway, if you look at what they're trying to do, and that they have control of you, the stimulus checks, the, the, the extra unemployment because they shut all the mom and pops down, they're, they're controlling you to where you depend on the government for everything. And when you look at any place yes, in the world that's yes. ever done that, it does not turn out right. I don't care how they you slice it. They want to be it. panting dogs. When, when are you going to send us another one? When are you going to send us another one? It's better to know uh, what we're that, having than not know. They want that's what they want to do. Complete, well, complete keep, dependency keep on the government, people. which is totally backwards. Yeah. Well, can can I say people, something on uh, that? That's a little check. Yes. Yeah. But I said, here's the thing. I said, you are the one who's going to pay the bill on that. Who do you think is going to pay this money back? What do you think? It just exactly. fell out of thin air? They're going to come after yeah, that's you the and pay all this what? money back. And, 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 and my uh, final yeah. comment on that, what, what, scares me, what scares me more than the people, and I start off saying this, what scares me more than the people that have been on this agenda for, for many, many years, 50, 60, 70 years or longer, yep. is what scares me more than that is the people that are believing this. That's what scares me. Yeah. To yeah. get the people to understand well, what's going say, on, because I've had conversations. It's there because I've had conversations with family. Believers that will fight for that. And then, you know, and when, you see these, when you see these people standing on TV, politicians, Fauci, who couldn't remember which arm he got the shot in, um, <laughs> when you see them all getting their shots on TV, I uh, really bear did. this in mind. Oh, they, exactly. They are not getting anything. I guarantee yep. you, they, they are too special. Yes, and yep. they're getting the shots that we're not allowed. Right, the yeah. propaganda has and been around for thousands and thousands of years. Propaganda and has these people taken. You know, you you look at these people that get these shots on TV, and I got my shot, and I'm so proud. Well, good, you idiot. But no, you didn't. Um, they aren't <laughs> right. getting anything. They aren't getting yeah. anything. That's safe for well, us, I, and I, I think I'm there's sure also a difference in what shots are coming out. <laughs> I think in nursing homes, they are getting something far worse that is taking out well, 20, oh, 30, 40 people oh, at a time. Every college in California, it's mandated. Every college. Every they college can't mandate California it. Let me mandated. tell you why. This is they cannot, they cannot mandate it. This is under U.S. code. Anything that's under emergency use authorization cannot be enforced, mandated, or made a requirement. They cannot well, do that. That, and, that code is already changed already, I bet. They can right, do but, whatever but they Marty, want it is, now. Right. Marty's yeah. correct on that code because I've read up on that yeah. too, but this goes back to my point. Yep. Understandably, who's going to stop it? Because these people are right. still doing it. These generation, These generations that I spoke about, they've slowly got them changed over. To where would you do what the government says because it's for the better of of the world and, and better for you know for the the green world or whatever you want to go? It's going to change this yeah, world and be a whole lot better yeah. place to live in. It doesn't matter right, whether it's constitutional. It doesn't matter whether it's in the code. Yeah. It doesn't matter uh, anymore because uh, they believe this stuff right. now and they're going to do it. They're not going to say, "Well, I refuse." There's not enough people going to say, "I refuse," and then you know, just like no, just I like respectfully uh, decline. Yeah. Right. I well, understandably. Well, Real quickly, and 
I got to jump off of here. Uh, Tanya, you made reference to defunding police. You have to understand what is actually behind that. Since 2003 and the creation of Homeland Security, which should never have existed, they brought all the police departments up under the control and the sheriff's department, excluding the sheriff because he's elected. But all of, they're all up under the control of Homeland Security, and all this brutal stuff you see happening was all taught to them through Homeland Security and in cooperation with the Israeli Mossad, who is quite proficient at brutalizing people. So um, what they did with this was they, they actually – oh, God, how do I even put this? Um, they, the, the funding – is to break that contract. You have to understand this is un- under contract. They first issue the memorandum of understanding between the police department and Homeland Security. Then comes the formal contract that both agree to. Next comes the funding, which you and I would call bribery. And this is Homeland right. Security paying for access to the state so that they can enact their business plan, which they openly call their business plan. So having brought them all up, we have seen this escalation in police brutality and violence and executions in the street, and they walk away free. Well, they, they're starting to hold them accountable now. But, but the defunding, what they're not talking about taking the police department apart and not having one. What they're talking about is getting it out from under Homeland Security. Take your military equipment. Guess who passed all of that out? The tanks, the grenade launchers, the flashbangs, the sound weapons, all that. That came right from your own federal government. And... So what they're talking about is severing that contract and not taking any more. They get money annually, not taking any more of it, to returning it to the community funding that police department, which they're doing anyway. And if the federal are not funding. So it, it's really up to the community at this point what they're going yes. to do with that. Is that, that what makes, you're saying? Yes. It's called so, federalizing the police. Yes, which they but just see, this did. is what they're trying to get. Yet, yeah, which they're trying to get away from. That's what defunding the police is about: is to stop these, you know, the the Nazis. I call it because that's what they are. Tactics. But and terrorizing they really the understand what what defunding the police means, though. If that's if that's the you know the you yeah, know. that is intentional. Tanya, that is intentional. Right. It's yeah. being out there to persuade the the, the public. That, oh my God! They're going to. We're not going to have any police. They're not telling them. It doesn't mean that at all. You're you're looking at a two-headed attack. Of no, no, keep yeah, them funded. Sure are, we need our. We'll let them kill people. We don't care. Um, you see what I'm saying? It's 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 a manipulation. It's a manipulation. But anyway, I will keep my mouth shut now and back out and leave you all alone. <laughs> have a good evening. Hey Marty, I need to talk to you when you get a chance. Okay. That's Jim, All right. right? That's Jim, yeah. 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 Oh, Jim. Okay. Oh, Jim. Hey, well, what about me, Jim? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, stay, stay with us, indeed. So, um, you know, but what we understand is, is happening, though, is the police are becoming demonized. Now, I don't, yeah. quite frankly, I don't appreciate it uh, because, you know, in as much as I I'm well aware of the fact that there are bad apples out there, okay? I believe they're, from, you know, what I know, you know, living in a big city, living in the country, 
in all kinds of different areas where I grew up, where I, you know, where I've lived, is that did I um, do I think that I've met cocky uh, cocky cop and 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 one that was not straightforward? Yeah, I think so. One out of all those. Okay. Now maybe if you live in a certain area and we we know what those certain areas are, it's not so good. But I but I'm very very concerned about the lives. Of, of our police officers that are out there doing their job every day, the good ones, right? The good ones that uh, you do stand up in the community, the ones that will, you know, that, that will, you know, talk to the, the youth and, be, and become friends with, you know, their community uh, so that they know, they know their neighborhood. You, you know, I, I worry about our police, whether they are being demonized, or not, the fact that they go out every day and if they're making a stop or someone that they don't know from their neighborhood or, you know, that especially, that they can be just shot at point blank, okay? And I heard some yeah. statistics, and, you know, we hear all kinds of crazy statistics out there, right? But, you know, there's a lot of people screaming, you know, to, to take their guns away, uh, uh, remove their remove their firearms, um uh, you know, call call their supervisor first, or you know, call LeBron. You know, stick to stick to basketball, LeBron. In my opinion, okay, anybody else can have their own, but stick to basketball, LeBron. And and as far as sports go in general, stick your noses out of it. Get out of it. Get out of it. But yeah. uh, you know, what about okay. these guys that that are out there and 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 put their lives on the line for us every single day, and some are shot just because they're police officers. You know, what well, the heck now, is going now on? do you like being sh- shot because you had a broken tail light? This has escalated over the last 20 years to the point where most communities are terrified of their police. Not all of them are bad, but the ones that are good sit there with their mouth shut. That makes them just as complicit in what happened. When they don't stand well, up and say, wait also, a minute, you, you can't. You know, this is- <laughs> but do you guys exactly know that Don is in jail right now? Yeah. What did you yeah. say, Dan? Okay. Did you guys know that John is in jail right now? No. Who? John Lacrone. For what? No. For what, Jim? No driver's license, which oh, you don't need. God. No, you don't. Um, Jim, oh, you've got to call, call me after the show. Yeah, um, we need we need we I, need to did, we I need to know. rally for him. Yeah, yes, I do. don't have yes, your number, but. Oh, yeah, boy. I'm not on Facebook. I got hacked and wiped out, so I'm I'm coming back up, but I'm not there yet. Um, holy crap, oh, Jim! Boy. I didn't know. Oh, How long no. has he been there, Jim? I think since Friday. I'm not worried about okay. it. He doesn't want anyone bailing him out. Basically, you okay. know, John, he's going to be in there helping people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, hey, hold on. How long is he in there for? I mean. It- What's the stance? Where, where, where do, when does he get to stand up for himself? Uh, most likely uh, Monday. Usually when they arrest okay. someone on Friday, they don't see a judge until Monday. Okay. okay. Do you have a pen handy? Uh, really quickly here. I think I can get one. I just have to get a paper okay. out. Oh. All right. All right. All right, um, yeah. after the show, e- email me at ppj, pop, pop, jump, 
TPJ1, the number one. Okay. At hush, H-U-S-H, dot com. PPJ1 at hush? Dot com. Is there a dot? Yeah, yeah, dot com. H-U-S-H, dot com? Dot com, yeah. Okay. Yes, you can contact Here's me directly. A, and Tanya, we, we got a. You let me know, Martin, here. right? Isn't oh, that yes, PPJG? That's oh, the website. That's my website, Stephen. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Hang Martin, on, Tanya. You, we have you'll let caller. me know, right? Okay. okay. Yes, I yes, will. I will. And we have a caller on here from a blind blind number. number. And somebody's on speaker, please take it off. off. I I I hear the echo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyone anyone that knows my brother brother can actually get a hold of me. I'm his brother, Jim LaCrone, and I'm one of his friends on Facebook. If you guys need, if anyone needs to contact me through Facebook. Okay. Okay. I'm easy to find. All right. That. All right. Let's try this again on this blind caller. Good. If Thank you. Goes, I'm going to have to cut it off. Okay. Uh, please, you got to do that. Anybody's on. on. Oh, boy. You're on speaker. Please take it off. Speaker. Let speaker. Can you hear me? Is everything okay? There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Now, I'm sorry. I have to mute him, Tanya. The feedback on it is serious. Let's try it again. Yeah, okay. Let's see if he's taking that off. Okay. okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear. Okay. Hi. Thank you for calling. Okay. Your name. Please, do you have that on speaker? Please take no, it off. No, it's not on speaker. It's, it's it's my phone. I'll only be on for a couple for a couple of seconds. I just hey, wanted hey, to find Joe, out. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Hey, Tiny. How you doing, Marty? Good. I wanted I to find out. Thanks. Um, you haven't been back, but that's okay. I wanted to find out well, is there any is there I, any I'm up- happy to jump back on there every now and then. I'd be happy yeah, to you, Yeah, we want your ass back there. Hey, come on. All right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I wanted to find out if there's any update on whistleblowers. because um, I'm always interested in that. Okay. Well Marty what we're doing this year Yeah, hang on. I gotta I gotta mute you. I'm sorry. The feedback and buzzing is terrible. Yeah. Um, but this year, the summit will be held July 29th through 31st. It will be by video. Um, we don't have any choice on that because of this fake virus. So everybody's getting all their work in now, and that's the way it'll be. And then next year, we're looking at, as I understand it, having it holding the summit somewhere else um, besides D.C. Nobody wants to go back to D.C. I particularly do not. I don't like it there one bit. It's like evil oozes up out of the ground. And... Um, but anyway, that's what we're doing. We are seeing more efforts to provide whistleblower protections. Every time they come out with a law on whistleblower protection, somebody finds a way to water it down and weaken it so it means nothing. Um, like the USDA has the Office of Civil Rights, and they're trying to figure out how to strengthen it. The only way to strengthen it is actually observe people's civil rights and pay attention to what you're doing. But we can't do that because mm-hmm. we're too busy pretending we don't know anything. And so mm-hmm. this is this is kind of where we're at on this. Uh, more and more people are becoming afraid of speaking out. 
Um, our last mm-hmm. two presidents absolutely were dead on whistleblowers. Absolutely hated them. Obama and, and Trump both um, hated whistleblowers and, you know, saw it as a sign of weakness. This is what these people are supposed to do. Part of their job when they take it, um, part of their job description, they are required to report abuse, waste, and fraud whenever they discover it. And so they're doing what they're supposed to do, and it takes a lot of courage and spine to stand up and speak out. But what we see happen to these people, of course, is they get slaughtered. They get retaliated against. And as I keep telling everybody, we're paying for all of it. I'll take Tony. My issue with the whistleblower, I think, you know, what I've seen the issue is that if you, if both sides don't confidentially know who that whistleblower, like you can't just share it with one side. You know what I mean? We're supposed to have a government that you can trust that, that you know, that's on top, that, that knows the whistleblower, and then they're able to confirm things. But what we've seen happening is that it's not that it's one-sided. If you don't let, yeah. um, if you don't let the, the right people know, then there's no way to confirm or deny that these things are the truth. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a huge well, issue, if you, if you ask that, me. That's part of it. But it's like here, uh, a year yeah. and a half, two years ago, Tony Took, the headed up forestry service, which has a horrendous yeah. history of rapes and discrimination and abuse. And he had himself been charged by several women with sexual assault. He never denied it mm-hmm. happened. They allowed him to resign so that he could keep all of his benefits. And... If he had been fired, he would have lost everything. But they, of course, allow him to resign so he can keep – we're paying for this. If he needs an Mm -hmm. attorney, taxpayers pay for that. If he gets fined or otherwise penalized monetarily, we pay for that. When they retaliate against a whistleblower and they create all kinds of problems in their life and, you know, they use the police to dog them, they do everything, we pay for all of that. We have never had a government we could trust. Yeah. yeah, and that that was one. I don't think we, I don't know if we really have time to address that today, uh, tonight. But that's another conversation, you know, about the trust in in our government. So you know, we, uh, uh, you know, where is that? Where's that trust? How much do people really trust? Yeah. And people that are reporting these census these censuses, and, and, and you, you know, are, you know, are they true or, or do they have their own agenda? You know, so what is true? How can you verify anything anymore? Because people come forward with documents and what they have discovered. They they can't just stand up and say, this happened, that happened. They can't do that. Um, So they have to come with documents, and they take those documents directly from what they're working with. And another thing that, that just really eats at me is when someone comes out as a whistleblower, uh, like at the VA, we had doctors come out and blow the whistle on the terrible things that were happening in the VA. They didn't fire them. They set them in a room. One guy has been in there for three years in a room with no windows, no computer, no nothing, no phone, nothing. He sits there all day. And so we're paying for that. Uh, but what really irks me, eats at me, is when somebody blows the whistle and says, this is happening, this is how they're doing it, this is where the proof is, 
the rest of the people they work with will turn on them like a pack of pit vipers. And it's just yeah. one of the most astonishing, instead of saying, standing up and going, yes, we've seen the same thing, and, you know, we support our coworker and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, no. They turn on them. It is terrible. And I think it's one mm-hmm. of the biggest statements about the lack of any kind of integrity or character generally in the population. I, and that's one of the things I've noticed. And, like, why aren't we doing anything about this or that or something else? In all these years, I have never seen people so apathetic, so desperate mm-hmm. to be BSed, uh, to believe nonsense. I, I've never seen anything like it. And or the, the, the constant saying, well, what are you going to do? Well, if you sit there on your butt, apparently nothing. And mm-hmm. More people as a writer, need to actually do something. Yes. Bible, as a writer, you know, nothing Bible, makes these people in. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What did you say, Stephen? The Bible, Bible said in the last days the people's going to get where they won't tolerate the truth. I think we're kind of getting there. We're there. We're, yeah. we're past and one there. Of the things that, yeah. One of the things we I noticed as a there. writer, and I learned this mm-hmm. as from a, a editor that I worked with at a newspaper who taught me to document and resource everything I wrote. I do that to this day. What I have noticed over the years is people love to start screaming, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Put your tinfoil hat on. Blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. Here's the documents and the resources I quoted from. Now they're mad. It's one thing without any knowledge to call me names or somebody else's names, and you don't know what you're talking about. You're a conspiracy theorist. Blah, blah, blah. When you show them the evidence... And they're forced to look at it. Now they're angry because knowledge requires action. And they well, that's why half of well these people won't even, Marty, how many people that claim that you're not telling the truth, you know, when you, when you really are, they won't, they, won't, they won't come after you with lawsuits for that because then when you're, when you're in court, you get the chance to finally prove it. You know? Yes. Then you get to then you get to prove it in a court of public opinion as well, and they don't want well, that to have happen. It's like I'll I'll say something, you know, make a comment here or there under an article or something, and somebody will come and oh, where's your evidence for that? And don't tell me to Google it. And I always come back with, why are you lazy? And uh, <laughs> I said, no matter what what I provide for you, uh, you're going to deny it. So you need to do your own research. Yeah. And see if and you what you come Google. up with, go but you're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, because Google, Google will suggest a lot. Yeah, I don't use Google anything. I have them blocked all over the place, and it doesn't yeah. mean they still can't get try in. Go, duck, duck, go, and then I, try Google, and your search results will be so different. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, but it's just the last thing people want is evidence. But anyway, that's where we are with whistleblowers. Um, I hope I'm still alive next year to go to the one next year, and um, because it it is a, if you've never been to one of the summits, and Tanya can tell you this, this is one of the most wonderful places to meet people, to network, to find out what they're doing, Mm -hmm. what worked, what didn't, Um, just connecting with other people that are in a like situation, um, it's it's really quite something, and I will say. the, not this last year because we were video, but the year before, thanks to our panel on guardianship, I have that panel, thank you, 
they had a 200% increase in attendance. And it was massive. I mean, at their out there, the luncheon alone was staggering. Uh, the size of it was just a mind blower. And um, so more and more people are coming on board with this. But like I say, you cannot come. Um, you cannot come with empty hands. You have to have the documentation. You have to have the proof. You have to be able to show how they did what they did mm-hmm. and, and where they did it. In order for, and that's still no guarantee of it. And I'm going to dispel a misconception. People think that whistleblowers make money, and some of them have gotten a few bucks. And what this means is, if you blow the whistle on something that is costing the government money unfairly, and you save the government, let's say a million dollars, then you get mm-hmm. three times that amount in a reward, supposedly. You'll you'll die waiting for it to show up. The attorneys will take it. They won't pay it. Uh, it, it just these whistleblowers don't. Most times, I would say ninety nine percent of the time, don't ever see a penny of any settlement. It's all so people aren't up doing it line. for money. No, no, they're not. And then when you look at your career is ruined, and they'll keep coming after you long after your suit is settled. And long after you're gone from their agency, they will still spend time and money retaliating, ruining you, ruining your career, uh, tearing your family up, destroying your home life, ruining your name in the community. They, there is no end to this. And we, as mm-hmm. taxpayers, are paying for all of this. And I, I don't know. I promised I'd shut up and now I really what did you say, Stephen? <laughs> Cockroaches don't like the light. That is so true. Yeah. Um, but I, I, will, I, I, promise, I will shut up now. Oh, stop it. Uh, but, but I'm going to listen. If you look on Facebook, there is a, a Facebook uh, group. It's you know people don't blast it far and wide, so there aren't like a ton of people that know about it. Maybe I shouldn't be saying it, but I'm going to let you know there is a Facebook group uh, that's Whistleblower Summit for Civil and Human Rights. So you can, should follow it. All right, you should follow it because um, this is a Whistleblower Summit for Civil and Human Rights is the only annual summit held for and by whistleblowers. It's sponsored by Acornate and others. So that is, you know, it's, uh, they, you know, there's. If you want to uh, jump on and take a look, um, then you'll want to follow their website for sure because that's where you're going to have all that information. I know I got something, Marty, um, recently because that's up and coming. Um, so you know, you're going to want to at least uh, pay attention. You're going to want to uh, log on. And, and watch the summit electronically. You know, it doesn't cost you a penny. And it doesn't cost you a penny to go when it is in D.C. either, it's, it's to, as far as to enter. It costs you just the money it costs you to get there and stay there if you stay. So um, really, really, really important human and civil rights uh, summit, uh, a group of people from all kinds of backgrounds, foregrounds, side ground, whatever, with a common denominator of you know the human the the civil and and human are right are right all right so uh yep. just follow that follow that if you if, if you can so let's talk about um let's talk about defunding the police let's talk about no guns 
How, how about that? We've got just, you know, about 10 minutes left to talk. So, who, uh, Richard, are you there? Uh, I'd like to hear something that you might have to say about, uh, if, if, if you're still around, uh, about uh, uh, gun control. I, w- I was watching something earlier, and they were saying that AR-15s, they're not even used in the military. Um, they're not even used in the military. So uh, people continue to look to AR-15s as, you know, being a, a military weapon. Are you still there, Richard? Someone argued with me about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Armor right? rifles. Yeah, this is Jim. And you're right. They're they're just a glorified deer rifle, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most popular one out there. Yeah. But, you know, we don't hear about people getting uh, killed with, you know, with uh, anything other than that these days, it seems like. Yeah. You know, well, the statistics, uh, well, have, statistics yeah. are that more people are attacked and killed with hammers in the United States of America every <laughs> year than they are with assault rifles. Uh, yeah. yeah, and knives and everything else, too. Just about anything else yeah. they use is more often used than an assault rifle. Nice. Yeah. So one of the things I, I keep trying to stress to people, they don't care what kind of gun you do or don't have because the weapons they got are so terrible it makes your gun look like a pea shooter. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. And this is all this is a psychological operation. The second amendment underpins the entire constitution and the bill of rights. And it is your right to defend yourself not against rabbit and deer, but against a tyrannical government. And yep. but it is the psychological effect of disempowering you, taking away anything you have that could conceivably be a defense against a tyrannical government this is what they want to do this would bring the country to its knees um in in their mindset you have no way to fight back as long as people have guns they still have it in their mind whether those guns are competent against military weapons is neither here nor there in their mind they feel like they are able to defend themselves this is why they're after the second amendment and did anyone notice that as they were trying to push these bills through the House and Senate here over the last couple of weeks, we had one mass shooting after another. How handy no, was that? They were all using AR-15s. Wasn't that just that. handy? Yeah. Lots, lots of crisis actors. Yep. Yes. Uh, here a few years ago when they were pushing this, they did. They had another school shooting. I, you know, I, I just can't figure this one out. But anyway, well, they go after the kids. And that wasn't rallying anybody up. So somebody walked into a church up in Wisconsin and opened fire. But that whole scenario backfired on him because one of the people in the congregation, some man stood up, pulled out his gun, and blew this guy away. So that, <laughs> you know, that was the biggest advertisement for concealed carry that I ever saw. Um, but this is it always exactly. has happened. And you're right, Stephen, crisis actors. Um, you go to Sandy Hook. And Noah Posner, who's supposedly the poster boy for Sandy Hook, and oh, they what, wasn't oh, he in Florida too? That was such a put. Huh? Yes, he was killed in Florida, and he was killed in Pakistan in a school shooting over there too. And yeah. <laughs> they don't even know who this kid actually is. And uh, but in court uh, against that doctor, his name is James. Uh, I can't remember his last name right offhand. He was with Florida University, Tracy, James Tracy. 
he the supposed father of Noah Posner took him to court and won, although he was never able to prove that this was his son. He did not have a certified or state-stamped birth certificate for him. Didn't have it. It was a railroad job. But they absolutely destroyed this man. He took that whole Sandy thing, hook thing apart. And in case people don't know, the school that they shot all that film at had been closed for two years. The new school was a mile and a half away. And... Um, this was a drill went live, but the crisis actor Noah Posner's father was a crisis actor. At one point, he's Noah Posner's father. At another point, he's carrying a gun and walking with FBI agents in a military uniform. Uh, never mind all of that. You didn't see that. And, <laughs> you know, it just uh, the last note on that was supposedly 26 children died. And somebody went up there and went to every cemetery in a hundred mile radius looking for any possible graves of right. these children. And when they and brought it to the any. FBI's attention, there weren't any. Oh, we cremated them. Really? Yeah. That, someone Wasn't actually that went through all the local records and could not find one child death in the last month or something like right. that. Yeah. So exactly. I'm surprised they didn't cover themselves in that. Yeah. That was on the FBI page and there had been no no deaths. And when that got exposed, that page that page disappeared. And um, but somebody had snapshotted it. But uh, yeah, it just. Well, their Facebook like say, page they want too you... for, Their Facebook page was created the day before the shooting for the shooting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. And they were already collecting donations for all these dead children that didn't even go to that school. And uh, it, yep. it's. And this is a plan. Such a scam. This is the plan. That's what they want us all to believe. You know, and you you see these tragedies. Now, don't they wear on our emotional well-being? You you know, if you don't, if you don't look at things deeper and learn that, oh, hey, maybe this didn't really happen. And hey, wait, why? Why aren't there any graves? Why aren't there any? You know, other than staged um, uh, processions. You know, what's really going on here? This wears on us all. This is this yes. is brainwashing the society. This is exactly nice. what brainwashing is all about. And like my brother says, it is fear of basically fear porn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Trauma based mind control. Exactly. Yep. Trauma based mind go. control. Yes. Yep. <sighs> yep. Well, Tony, you've got about five minutes. Always tell the people to do their own research. Yes. Research. Yes, Stephen. Always. Always. You know, people need to be researching, not drinking the Kool Aid. (laughs) Right. Yep. I don't like Kool Aid anyway. And, uh, yeah. But it just, I don't know. You know, and if you want to look through Google, go ahead and look through Google. But then do yourselves a favor and look through DuckDuckGo. Or different forum, yeah. you know, uh, because yeah. then you're going to learn. Oh, so Google show, show, uh, shows one side. Um, DuckDuckGo will show everything. So you'll find on DuckDuckGo yes. what you found on Google, but you won't find on uh, DuckDuckGo what Google won't show. Yeah. So uh, yeah. why do you think that is? How much do we need to use our heads, really, to learn this yeah. stuff? 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. John, so, you got about four minutes. The thing minutes is here. that if you know exactly what words to put in, even in Google, you will eventually get to some some site that will actually tell you what you're looking for. You can lead um, to it, but you have to really. You know, could yeah. you could wind up having to go through fifty or a hundred actual sites before you actually get to something the important. Right, follow yeah. the strings, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something to give you an eye opener. Pearl Harbor is now being declassified. You ought to go to research that deal and see what kind of false flag operation that was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, and, I heard a I heard a story that was released right after World War Two about about that. Uh, Couple days before Pearl Harbor, one of the big uh, sports announcers was getting ready with his boat full of people to listen to the Army Navy game, and up comes this uh, Japanese sub. Now this was classified until after the till after the war, but. They asked if he had a radio on board the ship. He said, yeah, and sent him over to the, uh, showed him where the radio was. The guy turned on the radio, and all of a sudden this announcer says, the Army is up and the Navy is coming, or something like that, which was the start of the uh, Army-Navy game. And all of a sudden these Japanese, this captain of the Japanese ordered all his men off the boat, and instead of scuttling it and putting the people in it on the water, they jumped back on their sub and disappeared real quick. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that they were listening wow. to the Army-Navy game. Yeah. He actually thought yeah. it was the military wow. coming out after them. There's so yeah. much wow. to know. Jim, we're so glad that you called in. I can't wait to get the update on your brother. You know, I know that he's going to be okay because I know about your brother. So, so that's, yeah. so that's yeah. a really good thing. Thank so I'm um, glad you called in. Hopefully, you know, you'll be another faithful listener and, and uh, you'll contribute along well, with us. I would, uh, I would love to be a guest once in a while, you know, like my brother. Um, the, here's the thing. Um, I'm on Facebook. If you, if any of you are on Facebook, I just you can find me. I friend-requested you, just so that you know. I friend-requested huh? you. I friend okay, well, you. I'm not on Facebook right now, but yeah, okay. But just so that you know, yep. So I'd love to talk to you, and we'll talk about having you on as a guest. Uh, I appreciate that. I've got to start closing out right now, but I want to thank Richard Roof. I want to thank you very much for coming on. I want to thank you, Daniel Mosley, for coming on. I want to thank you, uh, Jim McCrone, for coming on. I want to thank you, Stephen Burke, uh, for uh, producing the radio show and being here and, and, and staying with us and coming on. I want to thank you, Marty Oakley uh, for doing for doing exactly the same on TS Radio Network. Uh, uh, Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network. Please check out her site at ppjg.me for you're going to learn a whole lot more than just what you heard about this show tonight. I again, and I'm going to come back one last time and ask everybody to please, please go on. You know, if you're listening to a live stream. Um, you know, go back on my page in Justice in Oklahoma Exposed and Tanya Talks, these news and uh, interviews, uh, and, and, and 
that's the information where you can send out an email to, for, on behalf of Daryl Wiggins, who deserves to be with his family and loved ones. Thank you, everybody. Tune back in on Tuesday evening at 7.30 Central Time to Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. I want to thank my mom for listening in. I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I'm your host. Good night, and God bless. Good night.